Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Burgundy and Gold Knuckleheads podcast. Unfortunately, today we don't have our background music going. Um, we're going to blame that on the intern. But as always, with or without an intern, with or without intro music, I've always got my main man, Reggie, here. What's going on today, Reg? <laughs> what up, Doe, Ken? What's happening, uh, man? Man, it's there. It's time. It It is. I mean, you know... I can smell the hot dogs and the beer and the, the roar of the crowd. We're so close to opening day. <laughs> you know? well, well, it is it is officially game week, right? And, yes, it is. Uh, it's been a it's been a long time, man, since we since we've had uh, to do preparations and the uh, had the feels of game week, but. Uh, but for starters, man, uh, we want to tell everybody thanks for listening in and tuning in, uh, tapping in and listening to your boys uh, talk Washington Commanders football. So we appreciate everybody for doing that. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe and like um, so you can get notifications of this. And of course, if you're listening to us on any of your other streaming um, platforms, we appreciate you tapping in and listening to us on that as well. But uh this podcast is about game week, man. The, the, the season is is upon us. There's there's yes. no more no more preseason, no more training camp. Everything is about week one. The team is prepping, game planning, all, all of the good stuff that we love. Fantasy football leagues are happening. All the good stuff, man. Yeah, it's official. I mean, official, yeah, official. All- yeah, the cuts have been made. You know who the who the roster is, who's starting, who's who's not. Yes. Uh, I, the, the 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 complaining in social media of the 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 fourth or fifth. Uh, you know, you have third string, fourth string, and fifth string, and I and I hear people on social media complaining about the fifth string person that is cut. Um, you know that that kind of talk is is over and done with. We're just we're just focused on on winning this coming Sunday versus right. the Arizona right. Cardinals uh, who, who are coming to coming to D.C. for week one. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're looking forward but, uh, to it, man. In yeah. fact, in fact, Arizona is not the only the only crew that's coming to D.C. Uh, for week one. Um, as we mentioned on our last podcast, your boys are going to be there, man. Your boys yeah. will be in town. Uh, we, we promise not to to wreck D.C., uh, we're going to leave it as we found it, but we're coming in to have a good time, uh, meet some people, hang out with some folks, uh, do, do a little, do a little party, not, not, not nothing excessive, but we're going to do a little party. Like I said, we're going to leave, leave DC the way we found it, man. Um, but we're certainly going to be in town looking forward to that, um, to be in this, what it is for us fan base. This is a big deal. If if you're not a fan of the Washington Commanders, it's probably just another opening week for you. But for our organization, man, this is a big deal. This is the first game in the post-Dan Snyder era. Uh, the fan base has reared its head and has come back in a strong way. Um, the game is sold out. Uh, as we mentioned, I think, on, last week on our podcast, there were some standing room only tickets, but those are gone too. And so this game is officially sold out out and your boys are one of the few we're one of the few man that's gonna be in the house yeah yeah we this is like uh this is like the week one of 
the game the game of change right yes this, 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 and, and that's what's kind of bringing the, the excitement if everything was status quo we'd still be excited because it's opening football and we love football and we love the commanders but new ownership new quarterback new offensive coordinator some moves that they made um we're anticipating that the product this year will be better than last year and and we're going to be in town right so that's right so, that, so that's even that's even more we're not quite traveling quite as far as the uh, as the cardinals are um but we've said it before we'll say it again we're, we're outside uh uh the dallas area or in the dallas area so i i, I can't speak for reggie but i think i can you know when i get on that airplane in dallas i'm going to be representing at the airport on course. the plane all the way i want to hear the chatter i, I want to hear it and bother and annoy the local cowboy fans and then once we you know once i'm on the plane and we land i don't care about them anymore it's it's focused on the arizona cardinals well yes i mean if if you were wondering i, I will be in some gear uh going through tsa um so tsa agents be ready i won't have some more and of course <laughs> one, one, one of us one of us getting pat down you know, <laughs> there's too many cowboy fans. You know, that's that's my main concern. That's my main concern right there on this trip. <laughs> so, so I I will be representing, and then of course, you know, going through the terminal. Uh, you know, once we get to our gate and they see that we're heading to DC, they, they gonna know what's up, right? They they Absolutely. will know what's up. So absolutely. So I will be representing, man. Everything I'm wearing this weekend will will be some form of burgundy and gold. Washington Commanders gear uh, all weekend, so I'll, I'll be representing. That. You know how you know absolutely, how absolutely. And and I made a prediction several weeks ago, and I'm circling back around uh, to find out. <laughs> I already know where you go with this. Come on, man. Reggie, did you buy anything new for opening day? Like I said, <laughs> you would. Uh, yes and no. Let me tell you. I'll tell you. So go ahead. Go ahead. Do I have anything different from last season? Yes. Did okay. I buy specifically for opening day? No, I did not. I did not. But I, I, I don't. I don't know about that. So, will will you be wearing any of this stuff in DC? Taking it with you on the trip? Um, probably a hat. I mean, I probably you know because okay. again, I bought stuff all throughout the off season, right? Randomly. <laughs> bought things in preparation for the next season so i have stuff but you're trying to make it no i did not just buy stuff specifically for week one but i i have a couple of hats and you know i got some hoodies and you know some things that i bought since since february right i mean yeah yeah i mean for I mean, example well, you know when the season yeah. when the season ended you know the website had their had their sales so i bought some stuff and then uh, training camp came out. There was some stuff. So I, I've purchased some things, yes. So the well, long I've answer is yes. The long answer is yes. And and ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're going to be happy that we're tailgating and we're at the game. But if you see us and you see Reggie has a little something extra in his step, ask him <laughs> if, it's, if that's new gear that he's got on. Because I got a chance. I got a, I got a feeling there's a good chance he's going to be wearing it. And I'm not hating because I'm going to have something new on myself. I just don't knew when the time don't, came. Don't come up my, main to me man Reg, my main man Reggie, my buddy, my pal, my co-host of this of this show, uh, 
would come through and end up getting something new. So look, uh, look I won't tell you now. Don't come up to me with that mess. <laughs> However, <laughs> don't come up to me with that. However, let's move on. Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, and, and bring him a drink when you say that too, right? I, I'll be <laughs> I'll be driving, so uh, Reggie can get as wild and crazy as he wants. That's that's fine. I'll I'll, I'll be driving and making sure we get to and from anywhere we go all weekend. So hey, I got I got to get on a plane, man. I can't. I can't have can't have the flight attendant telling me I can't get on the plane. Just don't talk. Just nod your head and, and keep on walking. I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, we are excited about week one uh going in there and, and we'll talk more specific about uh the week one game against Arizona. But along with talking about Arizona today, we wanted to go ahead and and go out on the limb, look in the crystal ball, and make our season predictions. Uh, I don't know, Reggie, if you would call this bold predictions or not, but these would be our predictions. You, you know I like the, a good bold prediction. I like the, a good bold prediction. Yeah, for the for the Commander's uh, 2023 season. And like I said, when we look in the crystal ball, you, you don't always see all the – the ups and downs and the murkiness of it, but you, you try to look at it and, and come up with the best prediction uh, that you can based off of what you know at this point of the season. Um, yes, but I'm, but I'm never a homer, though, right? I think most people that know me will know. I may know a lot about the team since, since it is my favorite team and I follow, but I'm, but I'm not really a homer, right? So, so in my prediction and all this kind of stuff, you, you know, I, I try to leave the bias out as much as i right. can so but but yeah man i mean we'll, we'll we'll get into some predictions here i don't know if we how you want to do this if you want to we're not gonna go game by game so for those that no. are listening i promise you we we won't do we'll, that we'll, we'll shorten uh, this up yeah we'll shorten this up a, a little bit and kind of i'm not going to try to get to it in in five seconds here but i think you know as i look at this season um and i look at the positives and negatives of, of I say positive and negative the, the strengths and weaknesses it might be a better uh better term uh, of to make the prediction uh some of the strengths that I see is I think we will be better at quarterback as an example um I think our offensive line while I still have concerns will be at least a little bit better than last year um I think having uh, Eric Bieniemy on board is definitely a step or two or three better than Scott Turner. Um, uh, our, our wide receivers with another year of experience for for Dotson, uh, as well as he did last year, uh, I expect him to expand on that, and our wide receivers will be better than they were last year. Um, and I think we're deeper at. Other, other than at linebacker, I think on defense, we're deeper all the way across on, on our defense. Um, one of the, you know, if I have to go with negatives is is same same thing with Sam Howell. You know, the, the negative is inexperience and the, the question mark of I don't know. I, I, I think that he's going to be better, but, you know, I, I could be mistaken. Um, another one of the mistakes, or I said mistakes, another one of the challenges of this year is – Nothing that Washington can control. It's the schedule. Um, it is a 
I, I think I said it before. Um, I don't know if I said it on air, but I don't know that I've ever seen from top to bottom based on what we know at the time of this recording. I don't know that I've ever seen Washington in a tougher schedule. Um, you know, it, there's, there's potential that we could be a better team than we were last year, but maybe have the same record, maybe, maybe less, maybe better, but it's going to be, like I said, looking at it going into the season, uh, it's a it's a very very challenging schedule. Um, your thoughts before you give the prediction of of that or anything that you need to add on? <laughs> well, man, I mean, listening to you give the breakdown, you pretty much took um, a lot of my points um, um, as you commented there. And I guess for me, just just to re- reiterate a couple of points, one is just simply. Overall, I think this is a better team, hands down, which is what I think lends itself to some of the excitement around the fan base because everybody knows outside of, you know, with, within the walls and within the fan base, what what the rest of the world don't know, we seem to know, which is this is, is going to be a hell of a team. And we understand there's some question marks along the team, but this team is poised to be damn good. The problem with it is, the schedule is tougher. And so to your point, the record may not show it, but the team overall, I believe, is going to be a hell of a lot better. And this team has been set up uh, with the youth and the talent for whether it's Ron Rivera, Eric enemy next season, or whoever the new head coach may be, there's a lot to build upon here with, with this team. And... Uh, but but with that, our team being able to not being able to our team having to play the NFC West, which is the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Rams, and uh, who am I missing? Raiders. The no 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 the NFC no, West. I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry. Um, S- S- Arizona. 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 Yep. The NFC West, and then and then of course the NFC the AFC East which is Miami, Buffalo, New York, and New England. Right. So and then that and then you throw in our own division <laughs> for six games. Right. So, you know, which, which all made, three other yeah, which all other three teams made the playoffs last year in our division. Right. So between the six games in our division, the four games that we play in the, in the AFC East, that's 10. And then we have another four against the NFC West. That's 14 games, right? And that's just three games, uh, three games short of the other non-common opponents that our division plays. So, so the schedule, the schedule is not easy. And uh, and one of the things that Washington has struggled with in years past has been the mobile quarterback. And the league is going toward a very mobile quarterback. I think no longer are the days of the the Peyton Mannings, the Tom Brady's. You've got to have some mobility at the quarterback position. And just looking at our our list, I mean, between Russell Wilson, uh, the Fields kid in Chicago, Daniel Jones um, obviously got legs. Jalen Hurts got legs. Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott. I mean, all these guys are runners. Or have the ability to run, so it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, man. But 
but I think we have a hell of a team. No longer, no longer will teams be able to look at their schedule and circle the Washington Commanders as an automatic W. So that's what's important. And so I expect the games to be different. I expect uh, the outcomes to be different. I think the look of it all on Sundays to be a little bit different this year, man. So, so this is good. I'm excited about it. Hopefully we'll be able to steal some games that uh, teams don't expect us to win. And, uh, and hopefully we can shock the world, man, come this, this upcoming season, because I feel good about the team. Yeah. Um, and, and even if you look at as soon as the season, well, actually, yeah, as soon as the season was over last year, we knew who we were going to play. We didn't know what the, you know, home or away or whatever, but we knew who we were going to play. And, you know, there, there were teams that we thought, oh, man, that, that might be a, a an easier game um, that all of a sudden not, wasn't. You know, New York all of a sudden gets a, gets a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, Denver all of a sudden gets a, a, a whole new coach uh, who's had tons of success um, there. And you can kind of go down the list. And the teams that were weak, for the most part, made upgrades and changes on I, I know even um chicago they spent a lot of money in free agency on, yep. on, on upgrades so it's uh it, it's it's going to be a, a challenging season like i said from the standpoint of where we sit right now um you know people go down people have injuries teams have off seasons and maybe we'll we'll be able to catch uh some of that to, to make games a little bit easier for us but as of right now you know there, there's it, it's gonna be a tough year tough year for washington from a, just from a schedule perspective Ooh. okay but, um, what did you got uh, then what you got well, I'll, I'll go i'll start off before i give my prediction um vegas has us uh, at uh six and a half wins um i don't take it over down there i I will say I thought six and a half was easy to go over. Um, okay. Not not that we're going to go over and, and we're going to win, you know, thirteen games. But oh, oh I, no, I just, I just want to know you taking yeah, the over. No, 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 I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, to, to me, uh, six and a half was just too low of a number. Um, so you taking the over? I am taking the over. Yes. Um, okay. but like I said, I don't think we're going to be, be a, a 13 win season either. Um, if you remember last year, I said, I, I, I'm kind of repeating, I've said this before, you know, I said we were about a 500 team last year, but with 17 games, I didn't think we could go 500. So I was like, okay, we're going to win. Eight, you're going to have to win either eight games or nine games. Well, I was, I was dead right. It was we were five hundred team. We we're eight, eight and one, as as luck would have it. Uh, good luck or bad luck. That's how that's how it ended up. Um, <laughs> I think from a record perspective, we are about the same. Um, if our schedule wasn't so tough, I would be on the north side of five hundred. But because the schedule is tough, I'm going to go on just below that, and I'm I'm thinking we're going to be about eight and nine. Um, and and, and and while I'm let down with that with that record, um, I think if we find our quarterback, 
it will still be a successful year from, from a season overall. Um, and, and, and I think there's more, there's a better potential to be over, even though I'm saying eight wins, there's a better potential to be over eight games than under eight games. Um, so we're going to so be eight and nine and eight, eight and nine is, is my prediction. Um, I, I have a feeling that I'm going to be lower than my main man, Reggie, but I'll, I'll turn, <laughs> I'll turn it over to you, Reggie, and, and let you give your prediction and, and how or why you got to, got to that point. Okay. So we're going to be eight and nine and you saying we're going to miss the playoffs. Correct. Okay. Woo. Wow. Okay. Um, man, Ken, maybe I should cancel this trip. I don't know. Maybe we should, we should not go to DC this weekend. An eight nine team. I don't want to spend money to watch eight nine football. I, I understand, but it's always going to be fun. I said before, um, you know, you could be an eight and nine team and be better than you were last year. You could be an eight I nine know. team I and know. I know found your found your quarterback and and realized where you sit. Next year we're doing we're in very good shape. Next year I think we're the third best next for for 2024 we have the third most money to be able to spend in free agency um from from a salary cap perspective so if we're able to hit with uh mr sam howell we'll be in good shape to make the moves to make that big next step next year we get sidetracked but but i'm gonna disagree with you because the money that we're gonna have next season Will is will be used and allocated to play to pay the plethora of free agent big name free agents that we're going to have. So we, we we can talk about that, but we're not going to sign all those all of our own free agents. That okay. I'll, I'll just uh-huh. say that say that right now. I, I agree, but there are, but the ones that that you're going to want to bring back, the majority of them are, are going to require top dollars. So that's where be, that money is going to be going. It might be less than what you what you think at the moment, but we'll see how okay. the season goes. But in terms of prediction, uh, I'm going to get straight to it, man. Um, I went down the, the the schedule, and again, try not to be a homer. And I will say, by the time I finished tallying up who I thought would be wins and who I thought would be losses, I looked at the paper and thought, is this right? This can't be. Because the way I feel about this team – and then when I saw the record, I was like, no, this can't be right. I have as, as a nine and eight ball to, ball club. Okay. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. This team, <laughs> there's too much talent. And there's everything going on right about this team. And at the end of the day, I predicted a nine and eight team. The excitement level doesn't scream nine and eight. But try not to be a homer and just being realistic about it. That's what I came up with. Now. There was another game that I was on the fence about that could easily push this to a 10 and 7 record, but I didn't I didn't want to go go crazy. I just wanted to be realistic and go through the schedule. But with every year, there are going to be games that we're going to win that we probably thought we'd lose, and there are probably games we lose that we thought we would win. And um, but at the end of the day, I have us as a nine and eighteen. What I can't say is whether or not nine and eight is going to keep us out of the playoffs. Um, 
because there's always the wild card. Nine and eight is not going to win you the division, I don't think. But certainly you could be nine and eight and get into the playoffs as a wild card. So I don't know whether or not this team is going to make it to the playoffs. But as you know me, I'm always that guy that if it's a matter of making it to the playoffs and picking 20th in the draft, I'd rather miss the playoff as you're going to be a one-and-done team. I know that's not a popular opinion among a lot of fans, but if you're picking it in the if you're picking late in the rounds, you're going to be mediocre all the time, man. So I'd rather miss the playoff and build for the next year and, and ensure that you you sustain and you build a team that's going to get you into the playoffs and not just barely making the playoffs. Right. But I have us as a nine and eight, nine and eight team, man. Well, it, I, hate, I hate to say it. Hate no, to say it, it. It's funny, you know, how you how you laid that out because when I kind of individually went through the list initially. I was all I also was a nine and eight uh count. But as I backed off and I started looking at it from from a big picture perspective, um I thought nine and eight might be a little bit too aggressive. There's you know, there there's Sam Howe could could end up being um the quarterback of the future, but still cost us a couple games, especially early on. Um and 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 some of those challenges may end up costing us a game or two where next year with his experience and the and let's just say it's the exact same team we would win some of those games so that's where i thought maybe 9 and 8 was a little bit too aggressive i backed it off one game to 8 and 9 um but we're not far off we're not far off we're only one game difference from e- from each other um i would i would much prefer you to be right than me i'll, I'll you know I'll take as many wins as I can, but um, you know, you talked about going into the playoffs or making the playoffs. Um, I want to make the playoffs if we're not snaking and weaseling our way in. You know, uh, Ron's first year when we made the playoffs, being a sub five hundred team. You know, we knew that we weren't going to do anything. Um, we we enjoyed the game against Tampa even though we lost, you know, we saw some Heineke, the early Heineke magic there. And we kept on thinking, man, we might, we might pull this off. We might pull this off. And it was fun to be there, but ultimately we didn't really stand a chance and it ended up costing us from a, from a draft perspective as well. Um, but yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, uh, but, but you, if, you, if, you're, barely, uh, if you're barely making eight, it in and you're squeaking in and you need help, you need five teams to lose. And all that kind of man, come on, man. Let's just let's just take this and go home. I don't, you're not I don't really a time. playoff team, then, right? You're you're right. Playoff team. That's by what default. I mean. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. And all you're doing is costing yourself. You're falling in the draft, and and you're you're hurting yourself in terms of rebuilding. So I don't I don't want to do anything like that. So nine and eight is my prediction. Hopefully that there'll be some. This team will get it together, and maybe they'll, uh, uh, as they say, punch above their weight. And maybe, man, they'll steal a couple of games, and all of a sudden, this is a this team goes on a run, and that offense is humming, and Eric Bieniemy is proven to be to bring some of that magic from Kansas City. Man, this team just surprises not only the fans but also the world. It's possible, and I, think, and I, and I definitely think it's possible. I think I, I don't want to try to be a homer, but there are a lot there are a lot of good things going on. I think you know Washington's defense was was especially the the back half of the year. Um, They were strong last year. 
if if they can start out as strong as what they were uh in week 14 15 um they're they're, they're going to be able to give the offense some time to get up to speed uh that doesn't mean that they have a half the offense has a half a season nothing like that but you know they they could very well end up putting the offense in some short field and make it easier on the offense um so so time will tell time will tell uh so but me at eight and nine you at nine and eight uh our preseason season predictions of of this coming year um which leads us to, to week one uh week one against the arizona cardinals um I, I don't want to speak for you but this is one of the easier <laughs> games right I'm, I'm not i don't want to say that you think it's going to be a win or a loss but when we look down and we say okay here's here's easier games you know a handful of easier and he, and there's more challenging games this one here on paper is definitely a easier game of the season in week one. <laughs> it's an easy game, huh? I didn't say easy, easier. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm comparing it to Philadelphia and Buffalo and 49ers look, and, you know, look, Arizona, look, uh, they were, they were look, four and 13 last year. Look in. Go ahead. Let me say this, man. Let me say this. Um, you know, you, you and I watched a lot of UFC fights together. Yeah. And, any, and anyone that's listening, just, just bear with me here. So Ken and I are also big UFC fans. We watch a lot of UFC fights. Together. For years, years and years and years. And if you're ever watching the, the free, which is the one they put on ESPN, not the pay-per-view, they, they have a two-hour schedule based on the fights going the distance. But when those fights do not go the distance, meaning someone gets knocked out in the first round, they do what they call a lot of fill-in and a lot of fluff. Okay? Because they want to fill to up the spot. Take up time to the next fight. Take yes. up time to fill up some spot because they, got, they, got a, they only got so many fights in this two-hour window, and they got to fill some time. I feel like that's what Ken's doing right now. We could fill some time here with okay. this prediction, or we can just get straight to it, right? We could fill some time, Ken, and give, give our listeners a little bit what we think, or we can just get right to it. Well, we, we can go whichever way you want to you go. Like I said, I, I, I think most people – uh, including you, myself, and people who are listening, are, are going to end up saying the Washington should win this game, right? We should. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to our our. Uh, you know, we for those that haven't don't know, we don't necessarily give a prediction on the score. We give a prediction of our confidence level on uh, from a one to a ten. And I would say most of the time, and, and you can agree or disagree we're normally somewhere between a four and maybe a seven seven and a half um today that, might that's, not, based, that's based on our team right our correct team is, correct it's based on we our team we never versus know. Who, who we're playing most of the time i would say we fall into that window and, and part of that is because washington just hasn't been a a good team and when we win we don't just 
kill people. We we think we're going to win. We have confidence that we're going to win by a touchdown or whatever. And so that gives us a a confidence level of a 6.5 as an example. Um, before I get, get to that, I just want to kind of go over a few things. Oh, only Arizona. Ken does halves. Let, let's be clear. Only you do halves. No, nobody does halves. With That's you. not true. That's not true. Six and we, a half. We, we sit at we sit at the bar and, and and everybody goes. They'll go down to point one and and everything else and and that's fine. Well, only because you started. Fred, you, you give your you give your number. I'll give mine. Don't you know, don't try to influence my number. I, it's I don't like one to that. one to ten. Not one. Not six point five is in between six point five. <laughs> you know. I mean, right. I I might say ten point five. I might exceed it today. You never know. Okay. Uh, All right. but, I'm just going to touch base real quick for those that a lot of people know that Cardinals are not a good team, right? Uh, and not predicted to be a good team this year. Last year, they were four and 13. They were losing nine out of their last 10 games. Um, so they, they, they finished, you know, poorly, clearly. Um, they were 21st in scoring. Washington was 24th. So, you know, from an offensive perspective, it looked very, very similar. Um, Defensively, while Washington, that was our strength at, uh, from a scoring perspective, we were seventh. They were 31st out of 32 teams, uh, allowing the most points out there. Um, as, as far as changes of, of what's different last year than this year, uh, they, they went you know, through the draft. They went and used their first round pick on offensive linemen, uh, Paris, Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. They, they figured they needed their, their quarterback to be protected. Um, and then Which it was, was the guy a lot of people people wanted Washington to target. Yeah, no, he was, he, he's a, he was I think, the number one or number two uh, offensive lineman out there. Um, then they went in the second round and got a defensive lineman out of uh, edge rusher out of LSU. And then in the fourth round, they went back to the offensive line again. So you know, they were definitely focused on the line uh, during the draft. Um, and, but it was interesting as I looked at their free agent additions, they didn't have any big names, right? And every single one of the contracts that they gave, whether it was to their people, to the people on the Cardinals that they were just re-signing or new people that they brought in, they did not give a contract of more than two years. Every single contract that they gave, most of them were one-year contracts. Only, I think, one was a two-year contract. That's very um, uh, Ron Rivera-like. You know, Ron Rivera, for a few exceptions, <laughs> has given a lot of one-year contracts, right? Why do you um, think that is, Ken? Why do you think that is? Uh, well, they're, they're, they're waiting to build, right? They, they don't, they're trying to see where, what they have, what, where they evaluate, um, they already without, um, no, no matter where they sit, they have 12 draft picks next year, uh, because of changes and moves that they have for 2024, they have two first round picks. They're going to have their own and Houston's Houston's expected to be a bad team. Uh, they have a second round pick and then they have three third round picks. So. You know, which they, they would package. They would package me? those. They would probably yeah. package some of those to move up. But potentially, I mean, you, you might not have to move up when you already have two first round picks, right? It just depends on where they sit, 
what they want to do. Um, obviously, we haven't talked about it, but Kyler Murray uh, is not playing for at least the first four weeks, uh, recovering from his injury last year. And so yeah, they, they don't know where they're going to be. They've got a new head coach. Uh, Kingsbury is, is gone, and, and Jonathan Gannon, from the defensive coordinator from Philadelphia, is back. So a lot of change, a lot of change for the Cardinals, uh, not only this year, but with all those draft picks, like I said, and not expected to have a good team this year, there's going to be a whole lot of changes next year uh, with an overturn of, of players to – to improve on the team so a whole lot of numbers and stats and everything there uh let me just say this ken let me let me sum all that up go ahead the cardinals are tanking ken i, I wouldn't necessarily go that far they're tanking i i know that's it's i know a, that's, the, a, that's the that's the popular thing to use out there but i, nah, I wouldn't bro. necessarily go that far all right well let me this this is my preview now go ahead i'm the i'm the, I'm the captain <laughs> go, go go ahead <laughs> Don't don't yell at me. I'll just be I'll be over here, you know, with my little Gilligan hat on. I'm the I'm the captain now. Listen, man. This is what we call this is the new NFL the ver, NFL version of tanking. What you do is you trade away all your tradable assets for draft picks. You sign small regular contracts. And then what you do is when you're ready to hit hit the reset button and you get ready to rebuild, you go into the draft with tons of draft picks. Okay? You saw Houston do it this past, <laughs> this past draft. You saw Miami do it. You saw San Francisco do it. What you do is the NFL does business differently now, right? Before, you would never see trades on draft day. You see tons of trades. You see the way of doing business. So what you do is, in order to hit reset and then not have to spend five years rebuilding, excuse me, what you do is you rip the Band-Aid off, you trade away all your tradable guys, you collect your draft picks, and then what you do is you go in and you, you, as long as you can draft well, you go and draft your guys from all the draft picks you got and you load up on young talent. All that young talent on first, on, on, on small contracts, Expecting to hit off of them, and then now your rebuild is a very short, short window. So that's what the Cardinals are doing. And I've said this during the offseason, and I'm gonna go ahead and put it out in the universe so you can hear so you heard it here first. What the but what the what the Cardinals are now doing, I don't know if they are going to trade Kyler Murray and and or they're tanking for the kid out of USC, trade Kyler Murray. Or they're going to keep Kyler Murray, but because they're going to be so bad, there's going to be a king's ransom for the number one pick for any team that wants to come up and select the quarterback out of USC and continue to stack draft picks that will allow them to rebuild this team around Kyler Murray. But the Arizona Cardinals are currently tanking. You can call it whatever you want, but they're tanking this season, collecting draft picks so they can rebuild this thing, and that way the rebuild doesn't take 10 years. You, you do it in a couple of years. That's all they're doing. Yeah. What, um, Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders were not willing to do it. 
They were not willing to trade anybody. And that's why this is taking as long as it has. But watch. The Houston Texans, watch how quickly they, they, how quickly they become relevant again. They, they, only be, they, only become, they only become relevant if their quarterback ends up being the guy. If, but, how do you get in the, but how do you get in a position to get one of those guys? You tank it. You tank it, and you, and you, and you have an awful, awful season. And, but and what you're doing is while you have, a, while you have trading an off, up also. Okay, but while you have an off a season, you're collecting draft picks. And what those draft picks do is they allow you to trade up. Houston had a pick, and then they then they traded up and got the number what number three pick? Number it was top five, so they had two picks. But they was able to do that because they had collected the draft assets because they had traded away everybody else. That's how you do it. That's that's today's that's NFL's that's how you trade and rebuild in today's NFL. I, I don't no. – I'm going to partially agree with you and partially disagree with you. Uh, the part that I agree with you is I will say that they are rebuilding. I'm not going to go as far as saying tanking because when Houston ended up doing – you know, blowing everything up, they were trading high-dollar assets, right? They were getting first-round picks and second-round picks for the people that they were letting go. Um, they, you know, they let uh, Josh Jones – go josh jones and they gave up a seventh round pick to get a fifth round pick back they let isaiah simmons uh simmons go for only a seventh round pick they're they're, they're not they're not letting their stars or or their high value people go um i think but, they but he wanted but he wanted a contract ken That's I, why. I understand I, Who he, wasn't, he wasn't worthy he wasn't worthy of the contract he was asking for. So they did the best they do. They got him a seven-round pick. The, the guy hasn't shown – he hasn't flashed the way he thought he would. So they got a draft pick for him. Hey, you can package a couple seven rounds, man. You can move up. But right? they, I, and I don't disagree with that, but that's not tanking, right? That, that, that's You are in okay. a rebuilding mode 100%. I don't disagree with that. I don't – I don't – I stopped short of saying that they're tanking. Um, that's just a Potato, different opinion. Um, Potato. No. Tomato, uh, tomato. I mean, we we Washington was rebuilding. Technically, you could say we we're still, still rebuilding, but we're not tanking, we, right? Well, we never tank. We difference. never tank. Um, but at any rate, at one, any rate. One, one one more interesting thing, real quick, and then we can kind of even get to our our prediction of the game or or our number of uh, confidence on this. Um, I thought I found it interesting that we're just a few days before the game and they still haven't decided which quarterback that they're going to run out there opening day, whether it's uh, Josh Dobbs or the rookie Clayton tune out of uh, Houston. Uh, he he's a fifth round pack pick just man, like come Sam on. Howell. man. Come on. I'm not saying it matters. I'm just saying it's kind Listen. of, it's kind of funny that they don't even it's do stupid. that. It's hey, stupid, you you want to know what else is stupid? There's a chance that Kyler Murray will not play at all this year, because they, and they have him and they have him listed as the uh, announced that he's the team captain. This is stupid. There's a, there's a lot of stupid. It. There's a lot of stupid going on with the first year head coach uh, of John Gannon down there in in, in Arizona. There's a lot that of is. ridiculousness going on down there, and yes, and, and he and, went and, viral. And, he went viral for his stupid speech. And some of the decisions he's making, like this whole thing about it's a competitive advantage by not naming his quarterback. 
Josh Dobbs and I don't even know the other guy. No one's worried about either one of those guys. Right. So for him to talk about it being a, a, a competitive advantage, for who? No, no one cares. And listen, I've not followed the Arizona Cardinals much of anything other than just the casual ESPN alerts I get on my phone. But let me tell you something, man. You didn't trade. You didn't cut Colt McCoy. And trade, might I add, for Josh Dobbs, who was projected, who was just named the backup in Cleveland behind Deshaun Watson. You didn't let, you didn't pull off anybody from a practice squad. You didn't pull anybody who was waived. You traded for a guy. Josh Dobbs is starting week one. There's no competitive advantage. I'm not even in the NFL, and I can tell you Josh Dobbs is going to start week one. And this whole thing was going to start as well. But I mean, Josh Dobbs has been in the league six years. He only has two more starts than the rookie Clayton Toon. Uh, I mean, out of, out of six years, three of the years, he was never even on an active roster. Okay, then, so, then, then do what, Ken? Then you know what? Then you start the rookie and put Colt McCoy as the backup. You don't trade for Josh Dobbs if you're probably not going to have him play. I mean, come on, man. I, I, will, I, will, I will say, I will say, I, I was a little bit surprised about Colt McCoy, but I had because I knew we were playing the Colts. I'm sorry, because I knew we were playing Arizona the first game. I was checking on what was going on with Arizona. It just kind of had caught my ear, and there was a lot of uh, from a lot, from numerous reporters talking about how Colt McCoy did not look good at all in spring training and the games and. I was still surprised based off of what they had. I was still surprised that they cut him because there was there was minimal um, advantage from a, even a, a a salary cap perspective. Um, okay. Then then change so. my my point. Ben is you don't you could have released Colt McCoy and you could have got somebody else. You could have started the other kid. You traded for Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs is gonna start. So I don't know why we need we yeah. need to play around with this BS, man. They they. That head coach is being stupid. It's it's not fooling nobody. Right. Um, he's trying to play games as a rookie head coach, and bro, sit, go sit down. This yeah. this is making no, this is making no sense. Yeah, that's a rookie uh, head coach move right there. He, he, he thinks he's trying to be like Belichick. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna outsmart somebody with a yeah. With my, keep holding it holding it close to the vest. Yeah. And let yeah. me tell you, Kyler Murray's knee injury happened so late in the season. He's gonna miss most of the season. I'm telling you now, the Cardinals are going to be so bad record-wise that there's no way they're going to bring Kyler Murray back to do what? Make their draft pick worse? Nah. Kyler Murray's not going to play this year because they're going to continue the tanking. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. I don't don't think it – like I said, if he's not not able to come back until week 10 or 11, it it makes no sense to bring him back. Either either way, right? You've already lost out on the season. Um, Regardless of tanking, you're, you're, and then even on top of that, uh, you know, why win an extra game uh, with Kyler? Um, so yep. we, we shall see. We shall yep. see. Uh, normally, normally in the, the past couple years, I've got some good music that comes along asking about what's your name, what's your number uh, okay. to give our confidence level for this game. Uh, Reg, you, you've been eager to jump out there and, and talk about the number right off the bat. So I'm going to let you go first. Uh, what, on a scale of one to 10, what is your confidence level? In- well, let's say this, man. This, this, is, this is our first for week one. This is officially our third 
official season. Yes. This is our third, the start of our third season for doing this podcast. So congratulations, Ken, for, for going into year three. Absolutely. This is our third week one, as they say. Yeah. Our third opening day. So with that, man, I'm just going to get right to it. No fluff, right? This is a 10. Okay. And let me tell you. Yes, this is a ten. I, I, I wish I, I wish my board was working because I'd have some good drops for this. But go ahead. This is, this is a this is a ten. We, there's absolutely no reason we should lose this game. I'm gonna tell you, if we lose this game, if we lose this game, then this season, this season, this season is over. They ain't who we who we thought they were. You you won't be getting your nine wins. <laughs> no, no. You know what? No, you're not a nine win team. If you lose week one to Arizona Cardinals without. Yeah, come on, man. There's no way. And, and in fact, this this ain't gonna be about winning and losing. This is how how you look beating Arizona. Well, I was just gonna no, throw in. I, I was gonna throw in. You didn't. You need to be convincingly with this with this win. So, I so the, command, the Commanders are favored by seven points. You're saying they they 100 have to cover that then, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. This 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 game should not be close. The only the close this game should be is at one o'clock Eastern when the score is zero zero when we kick off. That's about as close as the score should be. After that, this game should not be close. Right. Okay, so so if you lose this game, as the late Dennis Green say, <laughs> they are who we thought they were. Right? <laughs> right. It'd be the opposite of that, right? It'd be the opposite <laughs> exactly. of that if we're talking about the Commanders. Yeah. So, uh, listen, man, Ken, let me tell you, you might, bro, you might not see me. <laughs> you might not see me this season, man, if we lose this game. I'm not, I'm not wasting my time and energy, my gas, driving to the bar, spending my money on Sundays, eating and drinking. If you can't beat Arizona with everything that we have talked about, everything that they have sold us on, Everything that we have witnessed, seen, watched, listened, read, you can't beat a tanking Arizona Cardinal team. They don't even want to win. They showing up on Sunday because they have to. They're trying to get to 2024. So if we go here and we lose this game at home in front of a sellout crowd, as our home opener, this might be our last podcast. I'm just telling all you right. now. All right, all right. I'm done. I'm, can I can I turn off his microphone for a minute? Because <laughs> man, he he's, he's wound up there. Week week one. Uh, Come on, man. I, I, I'm going to agree with with most of what you said. I'm one one of the exceptions is, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, children of all ages. <laughs> Even if we lose by some fluke, there's, there's there's seven different freak plays that happen, and and Washington loses. Reggie's going to be at the bar every single week, right along with me. And because because okay. I, I know I know I know when it comes to this, I know him better than he is. Right, his heart is saying in the moment that he's not going to be there. But he's just like me. You, you can't get enough of the victory and you can't get enough of the pain. When you're a Washington fan, you just 
you just ride with what with what's out there. What we, we will bitch more, we will complain more. But I, but Red Jam will. Hold on, we, you don't. No, 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 I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go, and because I don't want you to overcommit on something here. Uh, no, I'm just saying you don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, you've heard you've heard all my predictions on on uh, my main man Reggie, and everyone has come true, right? Look, so I know I'm you, I know man. him better than he, what he thinks. You know, uh, listen. Let, he, hey, he's, lose this game there. on Sunday. Lose this game on Sunday. You you think I'm you think I'm gonna waste my time? Yes, I'm gonna be there. Yep. The only games I'm gonna watch if it's on 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 uh, Thursday night when we nope. play the Chicago. Or when we play Dallas on Thanksgiving, if it's on TV, I'm not driving. He'll be there to the bar, ladies and gentlemen. Reggie has his own. Sp- myself and Reggie, we have our own spot at this reserved table. And if Reggie comes up and walks up, and somebody's sitting in his table, man, the the look he gives me, like this fool doesn't even realize where they're sitting. And 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 we will. Oh, man. We will let Stop, the person man. know, you, you, hey, this ta- this spot is already reserved, and we will move them. Reggie right, will man. be there every single week. He he doesn't like night games because he's got to get up early and yada yada yada. Give you a prediction, man. Come on, give you a prediction. Uh, I'm I I'm pretty much there with you. Before you gave your number of a ten, I would in my mind I was thinking nine point five. Right, you like the you like the point, right? I got to give the point five in there. Oh my god! Where I'm going to agree with you, Reg, is the that um, this is a double digit win, right? If this ends up being a squeaker of three games, and Sam Howell uh, is a comeback hero, you know, with with 38 seconds left in the game, man, it's it's going to be a long season. Um, yes. You know, th- this should be a, a double-digit win. We ought to be able to be, if we so choose, ought to be able to do in our shots, our victory shots, you know, in the fourth quarter. Uh, and I'm not talking the last two minutes. I'm talking 10, 12 minutes left. We ought to be feeling good and just riding the rest of the game out with with everything positive that happens. Um, That's right. Yeah, the, you know, basically within the first five minutes of the fourth quarter, the game should be over. Um, doesn't mean it yeah. will, but I, it I, think be. a, I think there's a difference uh, between these two teams. Also playing at home, sold-out stadium. Uh, the Cardinals are not like some of these teams that travel well. There's not a whole lot of Cardinals fans that are outside of Arizona. Or don't have man, some. We better, we better drive Arizona. these boys, man. Um, we better drive these boys. So that, like I said, when, when this game is over and we win by double digit, I think not only they're going to talk about the team, but they're going to be reflecting on this crowd and maybe even referencing old RFK. Uh, it's going to be and, nuts. And so Reggie and I will be there. So nine and, and, and a half. You just couldn't give it a ten, huh? I, I couldn't go that. I couldn't. I couldn't. Man, come on. Ten. We win this game. Cause if not, this might be my one and only for the season. I might I might have started, got credit for year three, but that was it. Ladies and gentlemen, don't give up on me when I go on my solo solo on the podcast for the rest of the year. <laughs> I, I don't know who I'm going to introduce. You know, I've got, I've got my, my intro. 
uh, every day, you know, with my main man, Reggie, man, I'm gonna have to, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm gonna have to do. Uh, let me know. I'm gonna have a guest every single week. Look, man, if we can't beat Arizona, <laughs> I'm not about to waste my time with this. I love Reg, talking football. Reg, I'm not about to waste, man, come on. We, we're gonna win. But I'm not right. I'm not worried about it because I gave it a 10. We win it. You gave it a 10. You gave it a 10. And we better be we better be the podcast, the post-game podcast should not be about, yeah, we gotta win, but man, we barely won. We, we this game should we should win this going away. We should drive these boys, man. These boys and, and, they and come into a buzzsaw. And to top it off, ladies and gentlemen, he bought new gear for this game, so that's really gonna man, I didn't buy no damn new gear for this game. <laughs> He's lying. He's lying. <laughs> It's, it's trying to get you off, man. All right, we we getting sidetracked again. All right, all right. Anyway, uh, that's our prediction. That we 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 talked about going into DC this this week. We hope we get to see a lot of the fans and and uh, and people. If you if you see us, uh, make sure you you reach out and introduce yourselves and uh, befriend us and and tell us what your number is. You're you're probably going to be like Reggie. I want to say more people are going to be at the 10 than are, than are at the 9.5 level of myself. I, I understand that. Um, and also, you know, let us know what your, what your season prediction is. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are riding very, very high and we'll see if it's just the fandom or, if, you know, people are level-headed and, and where they're going to sit. If, if you come and tell me we're going to be, you know, 15 and two, I'm going to assume that you've already had a little bit too much to drink, but, uh, but I'll still befriend <laughs> you. I'll, I'll still befriend you, man. You're you're still wearing burgundy and gold. You're still one. Of, you know, you're still my friend, man. They're not going to be level-headed, man. I'm telling you now. There's not going to be a lot of level-headed <laughs> people in this parking lot. However, we should win this game going away, and that's all that matters. We should all be one and zero heading to Denver. So, we go. but at any rate, man, that's all I got. We that's appreciate got. everybody for listening and tuning in and. And laughing with us and yelling at us probably for being stupid, but that's what we do. That's why we knucklehead. So until next time, post DC, post game podcast, post win. Talk to, talk to you guys soon. Appreciate you tuning in. Peace out. Peace out, all you knuckleheads. <laughs>